Cowabunga dudes! Uh, hey there, it's Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you are listening to Grail Hunters Australia podcast with my friends Neville, Ben, and Michael. It's awesome. It's gonna be the best show ever! Hello and welcome to Season 2 of Grail Hunters Australia Podcast. We've got a few great episodes lined up for you and as of Episode 1, you can also find us on YouTube. All our videos will be streaming there, whether it's Zoom meetings or one day when we're eventually out of COVID, in person with all our friends and all our guests. There you go, Brandon. How are you doing, man? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Very good, man. Very, Very well. Good. Welcome yeah. to our official Season 2. We had like a three-week winter break. <laughs> <laughs> waiting, yeah, waiting, 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 break. waiting yeah. for the San Diego episode to to drop, and um, yeah, yeah, so you're you're our first official guest of season two. So, man, welcome. Well, Thank thanks you. for having me. Oh, yeah. look, I've been, I've been looking forward to having you here. Um, yeah, I think before we kick off, uh, you want to tell us more about you and the shop and what you got, what oh, you get up to, we'll, we'll, except for porn and first. fireworks. Well, well, yeah, we'll mm-hmm. we'll keep it we'll keep it tasteful. So not too much porn, not too many fireworks. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you're on the wrong podcast might, if you want to keep it we're, tasteful. We're, <laughs> we might go over over the head a little bit, but like yeah, nothing downstairs, boys. So we'll, no, just, all we'll right, keep all right. it clean for this. I'm, first leave, one. I'm leaving this Zoom. I'm yeah, out. Mike's out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't what I was promised. <laughs> Oh, well, once I've had a few drinks, I'm, I'm anybody, so, yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's my type of Canberra. Give yeah. it five minutes and it'll, it'll be ooh-la-la. Yeah. <laughs> I was anybody's three hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've a lot to do down here. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, welcome, Brandon, man. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I really yeah, appreciate you being, being, yeah. on the, being on the podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> look, these comics obviously have quite a, quite a good reputation nationally. Um, yeah, I, I don't pe- know people love you guys. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. they just don't know you. <laughs> no, no. Look, uh, you're much loved, and obviously it shows shows online and on Facebook and everywhere else. Um, you guys do a great oh, job. Cheers. Yeah. So, so it's really good to have you. Yeah, um, oh, that's that's one of the things about D's. You know, we just most of, like mostly it's just because we love comics. Um, yeah, so we we try to pack everything really well. Yeah. Um, you know, we're always happy to talk about comics. So yeah. Yeah. And I like we're more than happy to help people out and we, we always try to go to the extra mile if it's needed to um, yeah. you know, get something to somebody or, you know, get hold of something because, you know, we 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 have our issues as well with supplies and things like that. So yeah, like I think that's kind of why we've been able to build a good reputation. I, I am one of the few shops who will chase stuff that Diamond shorted us. Yeah. Mm. I will ring around other stores. I will harass retailers in America to try and you know get get items for customers. Um, so yeah, we work hard. We work um, hard to look after our customers and make sure they get to read the stories that they want to read. Really, yeah, for yeah. sure, man, for sure, mm. yeah. I yeah. I was shorted a um an an amazing fantasy fifteen. Could you yeah, get one in yeah. a cover price for me, please? Yeah, I'll actually, <laughs> the I've, dollar I've got a box of them actually. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're at the, the dollar box at the front, so nobody actually looks at them. <laughs> so, so how long? So how long? I want to ask. Oh, you go, Mike. Sorry, go, Neville, you go. 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 Oh, no, I just All right, ask I'll ask the most important. <laughs> <laughs> do we need a speaking important question? Do we need a speaking <laughs> stick, <laughs> people? We need a virtual <laughs> speaking <laughs> stick. <laughs> <laughs> have you, you, 
your stop your shops in the uh, ACT. Have you ever had a PM visit the store? <laughs> no, not a PM. <laughs> no, I just uh, wanted no. to see like do, are do they any, a midnight do, fan or no? No, do, I, do, I've had a few. I've, I've had a few politicians in. Yeah, I was just going to ask. Like, do they actually collect stuff, or do they just come in and browse and say, ask if it's tax deductible? <laughs> mm. A bit of both. <laughs> Put it on the corporate card. <laughs> yeah. No, no we, I, we have a, a local senator who's come in a couple of times, Katie yeah. Gallagher. But um, yeah, she's she's from the local area. So in all the jobs I've worked in Belconnen, not just at D's, like I've had her come into the store at some point. So I think you know she's just shopping locally, and um, yeah, yeah. She's got a couple of kids, so she's been in there a oh, few times cool. to grab a few like scholastic graphic novels and like yeah. you know, uh, mm. graphics arts novels and things like that for the kids. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's always as she's leaving that I go, yeah, who, why is that face familiar? I'm yeah, like, yeah. and then you oh. see her on TV when you get home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, oh, that's right. It's Katie Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you blink yeah, three times a if couple it's a of other shakedown. Yeah. <laughs> But you no, know, generally, like talking politics isn't in the store isn't like a welcome thing. So yeah, yeah I think yeah. by extrapolation, politicians should just know to stay the hell out. Yeah. Hell <laughs> <laughs> <El> Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> You're in Belconnen, huh? Who has the same name as a local politician? And so we we just talk to him as if he is the local politician. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't be any more different, you know, like guy in a suit on television telling you a load of bollocks that you want to hear. Mm. A barefoot guy that comes in whose hair looks like, I don't know, I think Swamp Thing did it for him. So you've got your... honourable so member for Bell Conan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've got your weird weird regulars. That's good. That's yeah. good. Oh, I think every shop does. Yeah. 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 So yeah. How, long had, you, how, how long have you been around with, with in Canberra? When did you set up shop? So I, so I bought the shop from D. Um, so that's why it's D's comics. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I worked for D and her husband, Stuart, for probably like 14, going on 15 years. Um, they actually set up the shop though in 1988 out in a, like a, a further out suburb in the ACT um, called Charnwood, um, which yeah. is, it's got a reputation of being a, like, um, uh, I think Frankston would be your. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So um, they set up a little, like, it was like a secondhand book and comic store there. Um, Mike, I hope was... you're taking notes. This is where you're going with your $1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, after being, after being there in like kind of the, the arsehole and out of nowhere, which is my local shops, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait to see any listeners down at the shops. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they um, moved into Belconnen, which is like the, the local sort of like city centre, town centre. It's kind of like the, the equivalent of like sort of, you know, inner city Sydney and Parramatta sort of. Mm. Oh, so yeah, so we're, we're quite a big part of Canberra. Um, and yeah, so they moved in, I think, after two years out at Charnwood. And we've actually been in four shops in the same building. So we initially started a really little shop upstairs and like moved downstairs into a like an even smaller shop. But they gave us a bigger unit upstairs for like, um, okay. it was like a month, monthly opening when we had back issues and stuff like that up in yeah. a separate um, sort of like a storage place. And then, um, 
the cafe wanted to expand a, a few years ago and um, we ended up moving into like a massive shop for us anyway. Um, so yeah, I think we're about a hundred square meters or just oh, over hundred cool, square meters. Now. How, how did it happen? How did it happen that you two could over? Was it just opportunity that presented itself and you said, Oh, I'm going to do it. Yeah, pretty Stortion. much. Um, you, you like fighting yeah, with yeah, diamond yeah, distribution. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I was doing that anyway before I took over the shop and that, that was my favorite hobby. And, uh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. Um, my passion for my passion for fighting with diamonds. My passion for arguments. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, my passion for futility and uh, yeah. circular semantics just got the better of me, and I decided yeah. to buy a comic shop. Nice. Uh, um, you're you're a Canberra boy through and through, born in Canberra. No, no, not at all. No, so, yeah. Yeah. no I, um, I'm almost offended by that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm a Newcastle boy originally, and so okay. yeah, I kind of grew up in Newcastle. And um, my parents, technically the same. Let's just get rid of all our differentiated. Like, okay, so so are you a raider or a knight? That's what I want to mm. know. Or a brumby? That's even better. I don't know. Like, I'm guessing because you said Raider, you're talking about the rugby, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. I'm a nice hockey fan. Canberra, so, yeah, yeah, Canberra brave all the way. Canberra brave. <laughs> yeah, oh, nice right. one. I had I had Canberra inflicted on me as a child as well. You know, yeah. I used to hang out at uh, Woden Plaza and Ooh, um, yeah. oh, go yeah, down there. The, yeah. <laughs> Fill up amusements when there were still um, yeah. arcades, yeah, and put my <laughs> 20 cents into the Pleiades machine. It was yeah. either that or buy a potato cake, you know. Um, but one of my fondest memories of a child, my mm. child was in Belconnen, at Belconnen yeah. Mall. Yeah, anyway. Oh, yes, yes. Another the, day. The, the gleaming European metropolis that is Belconnen Mall. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, yeah. we're right across the road from the mall. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, we're... Um, there's, so there's a BMX bike store that's been in the building for about the same time as us, so about 30 yep. years. Um, yeah, and most people, yeah, either know the BMX store or the the bus interchange, which we're kind yep. of across the road. Yep. But yep. yeah, I, me- I ended up owning it because um, <laughs> Dee basically went, right, I'm going to retire, and you really like working here, and um, you don't want to be unemployed. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and like every time I left over over the like sort of 14 years, like I I. I finished uni and so I went and got a real job mm. and um, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. So <laughs> I ran into D and sort of said, can I have my job back? Cause I hate my new job. And yeah. So every time I, I, I went through like an existential crisis and went, I've got to grow up. I'm going mm. to get a real job. Um, I'd end up hating it. And um, I'd end up running into D and D was like, she was a, one of the best bosses ever. She'd just be like, yeah, yeah. Turn up on Monday. Tell me what hours you want to work. And then when my wife got pregnant just before we bought the store, Dee was like, don't even tell me when you come in work. If you can come in, just turn up. If you can't come in, don't bother turning up. Um, and if the baby's born, just let me know. And then the day the baby was born, <laughs> it was funny because I Dee, we'd bought the shop by then and Dee happened to be just dropping in to drop something off. And my car was at the mechanics and I got the phone call to say that my wife had gone into labor. And Dee just like threw me out keys and went, I'll watch the shop. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> she was like the most awesome person to work with. So every, yeah, I just kept coming back. And then, yeah, when she said, look, I'm, I'm going to retire. I want to spend time with my grandkids before they start school. Um, 
Dee looked amazing for her age and she actually was at retirement age, although most of the regulars never would have known it because, yeah, she looked like 20 years younger than she actually is. So, yeah, Dee was like, yeah, I'm retiring. Um, yeah, if you don't want to have to look for a new job, uh, let's have a chat and we'll figure something out. And they'd actually asked me about buying the shop before, but it just seemed like too expensive and yeah. an undoable mm. prospect. And they sort of said, look, we're willing to do what works for you. And we came up with something and yeah, it worked for both of us. And we were able to sort of take over the shop. And one of the things they were worried about was they'd worked, you know, really hard to build this kind of yeah. reputation. And I was just going to say re legacy yeah. in Canberra. Yeah. yeah. And the reputation and, comes for a lot with something like that. Eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think because they had put all that hard work in, they didn't want to see, like, you know, somebody take over the shop or have to close it, close it down and or see it change. Um, so I think it was a relief for them too when I said, yep, let's make it work. And, yeah, I ended up owning a comic shop. Oh, that's awesome, <laughs> mate. When was yeah, that? 2000? Um, I'll tell you what, though, working in a comic book shop when you don't own it and owning yeah. one, Different it's experience. So much better just working here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I can, yeah. You don't I have to do the balance statements at the end of the month. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so when yeah, was that? Yeah, wait, 2014, 2013? Oh, yeah. So I think it was 2015. Or 15. 2014, 2015. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this is the fifth year we've owned the shop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice one. So paint us a picture when you walk into the shop. Are you just exclusively comics or, or you've got all the other usual um, trimmings that you, you find with like pop culture type uh, retail outlets? Well, one of the things I'm really proud about is that we're, we're a comic shop that's a comic shop. Like, um, yep. I, my, I personally, when I go, was started going and visiting other places and going to comic shops, like when I'd mm. walk into like, you know, such and such comics, you know, like big balls comics or, you mm -hmm. know, sneaky wraparound comics. And you'd, you'd walk in expecting a wall of comics and mm. you know, some back issue bins and, you know, walls of graphic novels and yeah, you'd walk trades. in and there'd be mm. bloody pop. Do you have a shotgun? Do you have a shotgun under your desk for when the pop vinyl salesman comes in? You just it's like keep, keep on walking, Tex. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so and that's another thing. Like I, early on, um, D used to stock a big range of pop vinyls, and early on, I just I I fucking loathe the things, yeah. and I, I hate their soulless dead Look, blue it, eyes it, it's the way absolute... they just like stare at you <laughs> there's nothing behind the eyes <laughs> it's absolutely oh, personal God. taste but yeah I, I think you're in the right crowd yeah <laughs> i don't think any I like of us have any. neville neville just throws that in because he's worried about you know there being a couple of dozen really the avid pop final fans in there you go mike in mike's offended <laughs> Uh, he's staring into my soul <laughs> I can honestly say every pop vinyl I've ever been is given is this one? has yeah. been a gift oh. yeah 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 sure you're going to give us that guff that you you, you, you you were given them all or something like that weren't you Mike? Oh, of course of course they were free yeah. Yeah. we actually have um, so when they st first started coming out I was working for D and um one of the first ones was a Stormtrooper. So I bought it for my wife because I thought it was cute. It was a bobblehead one. Oh, yeah. mm. And then 400 and, pop vinyls later, you're like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so she was like, oh, these are really cool. Like if they do the, all the Star Wars aliens, yeah, keep bringing mm. these home. And I was like, yeah, mm. cool. 
And yep. we ended up getting like 40 of them. <laughs> she was like, no more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought yeah. these things were going to end. Um, yeah. But yeah, since, since then, our kids have actually twisted all their heads off. So yeah. there's this like macabre parade as you come down our hallway. Pop bottles on wooden spikes. Let that be a lesson to the rest of you. <laughs> what you should do, what you should do, is buy big hermit crabs and just use it at Charles. No, that's cool, man. That's cool. So. Yeah. So, all right. So it's a it's a comic comic shop, right? But but at the yeah, same, yeah, so at the, yeah. at the basically, same when time, you walk in, all you all you get surrounded with is comics from like we've literally got them all the way up to the door. <laughs> so yeah. the new comic shelves are sort of up one wall as you walk through the door, and you basically come through the door and you you're standing on them, and then yeah. you know we have rows of back issues down that. I've down seen good photos side. of it, man. Mm. Yeah, and I I'm. I try to keep um, with trades. I try to keep like basically everything that's in print from Marvel and DC. We try to keep in like regular stock. Um, and then, you know, from majority of the indie publishers, like we're, we're really, uh, we try to be really like sort of mindful that we, we are stuffing that complete range of not just, um, you know, sort of the big sellers, the top but the, 50 the other whatever, more yeah. obscure things that people, yeah. you know, want to come to a, a little yeah. shop like mine and find. Yeah. 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 And it goes back yeah. to what I said, my opening statement was, you've got that reputation to, to where, where people are, are understanding of the fact that they could go to your shop and they'll find stuff, right? They'll find the yeah. things that they're yeah. after. Yeah. And it's not and just, that's, it's that's not just I the like. top 30 yeah. on Diamond's charts or whatever, yeah? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And I, I basically don't listen to Diamond at all when it comes to their ordering recommendations. Like, um, I feel we've got a pretty sort of unique customer base in the sense that because um, we do sort of push and uh, uh, really sort of work hard to like foster a good culture for like all publishers and like all kind of comic genres, yeah. particularly mm. like small press stuff. Um, as long as you're telling people about that sort of stuff, you start selling a lot of it. So yeah, yeah I think compared to talking to some of our But, but you, you've always been a promoter of it, right? Sorry yeah, to interrupt well, you, but you've always been a promoter yeah. of indie and also Australian yeah. creators. Like, well, you're that's well, one well known like, for the fact yeah. that you back people up, like yeah, your shop, yeah. your logo, I'll, everything I'll, about it. Yeah, I, I try to stock like sort of every, everything I can. Um, basically, if you contact me and you do a book, like we always give everything everything a run. Um, most things we 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 manage. You listening to this, Mike? You listening to this, Mike? He's about to bust I, out I, his crayons. I, I, I actually got some of my books, and um, yeah, yeah, we sold out. Um, of my oh, yeah. so the first mm. uh, is the space cops floppy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, cool, so, but yeah, but that's that's the thing. He's got a garage full of them. He can send to you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you think you've got a lot of brigade number ones in the store? Like, wait, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think I'm the only place left that has um, a decent amount of stock of Matt Kimes Demon. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, and, yeah, and, I stopped, and, I stopped yeah. up pretty big just in time. Yeah, mm. and and again, <laughs> and again, I mean, you know, he had that cease and desist letters. He had he yeah, had a, yeah. a lot of things happening with the demon, and yeah. it those comics are good. You know, I've got copies of them everywhere. Matt Kime is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and it, yeah, like, it, we, we we really 
got behind Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see that. Um, and it's a te- it's a testament to your mentality around supporting local creators. And I think that's yeah. probably one of the reasons I was most excited to to have a chat to you to say, you know, what yeah. on behalf of everybody that's actually experienced working with you in that field, it's a big thank you. I think it's amazing oh, that you thanks. actually take the part because you don't necessarily know what you're getting, right? You're, you're, yeah, that's you're, exactly right. I don't, yeah. I don't want to call like, um, I don't want to call Canberra the arse end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> you commit to the books before you see it, and that's mm. the truth, right? All the time, yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. And and, and mm. it takes a lot of heart and a lot of patience to be able to do yeah. something like that. So that I have I have learned I have learned my lesson, you know, one once or twice with a few things. So I, I have like taken something on site that you I've unfriended me on Facebook. I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Monkeys. You're from South Africa. That was it. Done. (laughs) Monkeys. Melbourne. He's originally from South Africa. What? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's stop talking about monkeys. That's not actually Australian comics. (laughs) Oh Jesus! Oh look how classy we are here. (laughs) (laughs) Next to it's going to be. It's Stone's Green Ginger oh. Wine. I think uh, next will be Brand Vino and Drops on the Rocks. We're living uh, my... Uh, I'm drinking yeah, my, my true, my, true my, local yeah. Kaiju Crush. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Volta yeah. XPA, uh, nice. Canadian Club. Okay. Yeah. CC, nice, nice. So you're still loving it though. You're still loving Such it. Because yeah, yeah, no, I, I still I, love comics, yeah. I, I, mm. It's, you know, it's still my passion. Um, mm. Do you still, oh, good on you, man. Do you still yeah. enjoy taking one home and reading it or are you just like, mm. it's a fucking thing I need to sell? No, no, no. There's certain comics where the week they come in, I bring them home to read them. So I've, yeah. I've read my Usagi this week. That's my yep. favorite copy, Usagi yep. Jimbo. Um, yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I've, yeah. I almost talk about, talk about a cold following. Driving eh? home and reading it yeah. in the car. Yeah. It's yeah. got a cold following. It's amazing. It. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, Turtles, Turtles came in this week as well. Love the new issue. That was, yeah. I'm just loving the Turtle series at the moment. Yeah. Um, whenever 2000 AD comes in, um, because we get them in the packs. Um, I read the whole month in one go. But yeah, because it's four. What I four like to do pack, is, yeah, yeah. I um, I read it as soon as it gets home, and then it goes back on the read pile. And usually, two thousand AD it gets a couple of reads before it gets put away. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a reader. Like that's that's why I love comics so that's much. That's good, like man. The, that's good. The collecting yeah. part ends up being like a sort of like a side effect. Um, yeah. Because yeah. I read so much. Yeah. yeah. So, no, yeah. but that's admirable yeah. that you know, you know, so so often when people do stuff for a living, like I found it, like I, I used to restore pinballs and as soon as I started doing that for other people, I got tired of it very quick. Mm, uh, yeah. A great example is as a kid, I used to love monkeys. I I, I adored monkeys. I'd look in the trading post for like a pet monkey, not that that ever happened. Yeah. And the way I cured myself of my love of monkeys is looking after them for a couple of decades in a zoo. <laughs> and now I can't stand the filthy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> smearing of poo Level. and... Yet we're still friends. Coprophilia. The manipulating or eating of one's feces, in case you're wondering. <laughs> the manipulation. I love that word. The manipulation or eating of one's feces. There you yeah, go. Yeah. That's but one for your uh, dictionary, everyone. You know, some, some, some of my You're dogs. Pay a fortune for that from a human. You're yeah, yeah. It for free. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! But the thing about monkey, monkey you can buy it in a vend- You can buy it in a vending machine in Canberra. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, uh, 
uh, the thing about house, actually, like, um, <laughs> they say they're you know, thirty grand packets though. But there's only twenty five grand. You know, you can deal somehow. You, you can sort of deal with animal poo, but like ape poo, it, it sort of blurs the lines and becomes entirely <laughs> too close to human poo, which is probably the worst kind of poo that anyone <laughs> can experience. Like if you walk down the street and you see a dog turd, oh, it's a dog turd. But if you walk down the street and see, oh, look, that's a human poo. <laughs> it's like gas. <laughs> anyway, we're right off topic here. What are we talking about? No. No. No, let's change our podcast. Uh, Silverback Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> the Scat Hunters podcast. Yes, here. So tell me, D, uh, Brandon, tell me, um, like, have you seen trends change over the years with comics? Have things happened? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, we're talking about, like, I've been collecting since the 80s, right? Has it gone from a genre or a title or a public publisher? Or, or is it more about it's gone from content to covers with the variants and blah, blah, blah? How have you seen the experience in-store change and what people buy? Well, I, at the moment, I think like the like current collecting anyway um what we see see from behind the counter is um there's there's a little bit more of a kind of um sort of distinction at the moment between people who are buying like for covers and art um people who are buying for investment and then people who uh, it's mainly just about reading the stories um and we kind of seeing that in the way that people's like pull pull lists diversify over time so we've got we've had to change the way we do pull lists just because we are getting more sort of people instead of just saying put batman on my standing order they want batman on their standing order but they want cover a for this issue and they want cover b for the next issue and then they want cover a for two issues yeah yeah yeah, and it's really specific Sounds because like they're following me. artists. Yeah, they're following yeah, yeah. artists. They're fo- they're following um, like announcements as well. Yeah. So often when we put in our first initial order, like through Diamond or DC's new supplier Luna, um, they don't actually have the cover cover artwork finalised. Um, often they don't have the de- details finalised when it first appears for order. By the end of the month, when we have to like finalise, like I'll submit our initial order anyway. Um, that sort of stuff starts to appear, but often with like variants or alternate covers who are that are sort of like um, last minute announcements or they're done by like, you know, Art Germ or yeah, Matina yeah, yeah. or Delotto or someone like that. And, you know, there's something special about it. And you've under um, that'll, that'll get added afterwards. Um, yeah. So we're, we're basically ordering completely blind yeah. on just yeah. a, a title and an item code. Yeah. Um, so, so that so makes are it, you, that makes are you it carrying really a bit hard. more risk? Yeah. yeah, you're carrying a bit more risk yeah. on behalf of the, the buyers. Yeah, yeah. I think like yeah, we have been able to kind of yeah change the way we do things though. So we can kind of um, when people order a series, when I'm going in and put doing the orders now, I've got kind of a record of people who've requested specific titles, hmm. and then I can just order the main cover for everybody else, um, yeah. which is actually makes it a little bit easier for me now. Um, but initially when I, I hadn't sort of that made that change and I was still kind of keeping paper lists and notes on people's like files and that sort of stuff. Um, it was a bit of a nightmare, especially when it came to ordering and I'm ordering at like three o'clock in the morning, completely sleep deprived. 
in my house as opposed to the shop where I've yeah. left the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the notes on the person's bag in the shop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? You're like, oh. Super helpful. Yeah. Oh, yeah but I think right. that's what that cuts you <laughs> apart from, from anyone else is, is your, your willingness to put in that time. Because like you say, the, the big distributors would be probably just – um, you know, putting suggested orders through on some sort of algorithm or something like that, yeah. as opposed to you knowing your clients and spending the time to know your clients and 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 exactly what they're after, you know. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I think that's what builds reputations in this world is that type of personal service because we yeah. we live in a world of mass marketing these days, and I think the chance that you can operate with someone and, and order through someone that spends that type of time. Um, yeah. And diligence with their clients is really appreciated, I think. Yeah, well, thanks for uh, that. And yeah, one, one, of the, one of the things now that we're doing, like as, as comic shops, is like we're not just selling the stories anymore, we're selling the cover art and we're yeah. selling yeah. guest art and pinup art. Um, yeah. the, uh, comics have changed a lot. So, you know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not just trying to promote like Batman 95, for example. You're trying to promote Batman 95, but the fact that Francesco Martina's done a, a cover for it, but then yeah. you're also trying to promote the fact that it does have this awesome new Joker Joker War storyline mm-hmm. sort yeah. of properly kicking off now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's it's all two, these two categories of collectors. Yeah. 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 You're eating two categories. So, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So you, you you've got the people who are following you on Facebook who just want to find out about like the latest hot cover, whereas you've got other people who want to hear about the latest cool sounding story and. Again, with a lot of those like uh, small press titles, we order just completely blind on spec on a description. Um, it's really good dealing with like some of the littler guys, um, not just in Australia, but over in America. Um, so guys like Scout Comics, Vault, Alterna, um, the guys who actually run them make themselves really available. Yeah. And I'll have to give it to some of the big guys as well, make themselves really available. So the, the guys at IDW are just fantastic to deal with. Yeah. And you, you actually you, said, you told you, me that in the messenger, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, so if, if you have a question about a product, you have someone you can directly contact at IDW um, without having the sort of the diamond, you know, service run around. Yeah. Cause if they don't know it diamond, at the moment, because we don't have reps, it's basically just left on file that you've you've put in this question, and no one necessarily will follow yeah, it up for you. Bother, yeah. But if you can contact the sales and marketing people directly at the publisher, who can say, "Yep, we've got that," and yeah. we'll just add it to the, the the order we're sending over to Diamond for you, like it's mm. just yeah, it makes things so much easier. And they really do put themselves out there. So people like Roz from IDW, she's just amazing, and. She's in a couple of the retailers forums and she puts herself out there and she just cops abuse like all day, <laughs> every yeah. day. Because no matter what they do, there's someone who doesn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> so, but that's the thing. But, man. Yeah. It's always, always that one percent. Yeah. yeah, and she it's does always that one percent find... that's the loudest, right? Yeah, that's mm. exactly right. But the the good thing about like her and um, the guy, I always forget his name. I, I in my mind I call him Jerry because of his initials. <laughs> <laughs> But he's um he's like the same sort of position at Boom. He's fantastic as well. You can yeah. always um <laughs> you can always contact Jerry, even though I've been calling you Jerry for ages. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, I, he politely said, You do know my name's not Jerry, and I said, I figured that out, but I just <laughs> I'm used to it now. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I can't retrain my brain, it's too much effort. <laughs> 
Yeah, but it's I good. Giving, sales g- rep I called Andy, and I still called Andy because I misheard his name the first time he introduced me. And now it's Andy forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and I'm Brandy apparently. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's been going on for five years now. <laughs> that sounds like your porn name. <laughs> yes. I am Brandy. Brandy Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Bevel uh, flowered, over here. <laughs> yeah, Bevel flowered, wasn't it? Flowered. Bevel, Bevel flowered. flowered. Yeah. I look. And the thing is, uh, I think Mike can attest to this too. Like our experience with IDW when we go to San Diego, man, those guys are genuine. They take the time. I spoke to yeah. head of publishing. Yeah. I spoke to like the head editor, like Dan mm. Denton. He's he's just moved on and stuff. But they really yeah. give you the time of day. They're really great. Oh, people. they really do. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you don't necessarily find that with the bigger ones because there's always kind of a curtain of like, oh, yeah. we shouldn't yeah. be mm. actually making contact because you're yeah. a fan and yeah. I'm a I'm a corporate comic person. Um, yeah, but yeah which no, is you, really, you, really weird. Like as far as like, you know, as in, in a retail situation, like you, you kind of need to work as a team with your supplier, but in turn you need to sort of be working as a team with, all the way up the production line. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've got two big questions for you, Brandon. Yep. No, One is, is <laughs> we're talking in inches or centimeters. Let's. No, this is this is important shit. This is important shit. Yeah. Okay. Don't, Blind, don't... Blindfold me on. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't care if you're a boy or a girl. No, okay. <laughs> um, yes, roll him over. Donald White. Maybe I'll tell a difference. Donald White, when he comes to your shop, does he wear shoes? Donald White. I see that. Donald White is a mystery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, does he wear one shoe? Does he wear two Enveloped shoes? Enveloped in a, an enigma. I don't know if he wears shoes. It's, a, it's blinding. You can't actually look down at his feet. Like I've tried to catch He's actually lips. done by Rob Liefeld and has no feet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, they're, or they're like a weird like pear-shaped. Just a side pear. Just a side pear. <laughs> skip across the shop so you can't it's actually focus on them yeah uh, no, um, all... yeah bel- believe it or not like um yeah i think sometimes he does wear shoes oh good good i've, I've never seen it but it's it's good no. to know and also tim wise I mean, no, like... is tim wise on his like third strike for shoplifting or something because he looks dumb. <laughs> 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 he knows to just keep on walking when he yeah. comes in <laughs> we, do, we do like a really like you know polite silent exchange over the counter just he puts the money down no no words are exchanged no yeah. eye contacts made yeah uh, oh good, good. Is that before or after the pop finals are handed over yeah, that's it yeah. <laughs> does he pay is it like at the casino where you, you can't actually take the money from his hand he has to slide it across <laughs> yeah, slide yeah that's right yeah and when you put the and, comics down you have to show your palms that they're empty yeah. really yeah. slowly <laughs> their characters actually um i love them i love both of them tim's working on a crane that i can actually see from out the front of the shop oh serious and i was out there having my morning coffee the other morning i was like wow that that crane looks is really windy you know looks doesn't look that safe up there you know it's and then Tim turned up at the shop about half an hour later and he went, yeah, apparently it's, it's too unsafe to work up there. I don't know why. <laughs> you <laughs> going like like this. This. I, swear, I swear you were like that at one point. <laughs> he just thinks, oh, comic money. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it's the, it's the, 
biggest crane I've ever seen. It's actually got another crane to hold it up. It's so uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have a suspicion that Tim doesn't actually have regular testicles. Oh, he's yeah, had like really. surgical like steel implants, <laughs> and he does he does kind of like have that swagger, you know, when That's he walks. Yeah. Oh, does yeah. he? <laughs> <laughs> I, I could imagine he does. Yeah. I'm yeah. feeling better about mentioning poo a lot earlier now. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so like, all right, Adam. Uh, a bit obsessed with cranes, so we, we <laughs> often watch the crane out the front. And when I told him that Tim drives the crane, his face was hilarious. It was like, he looked like that screen painting. You. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Up there. No way. No way. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And then when Tim tried to like show him his helmet, he was like, "Get the hell away from me! You're crazy." <laughs> <laughs> I've I've had that. To happen to me before when I try and expose oh, my helmet as well. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just stop everyone for a moment and just let everyone know that <laughs> I watched Ben just pour an Asahi into a glass? Oh, it's in a, look, it's in this. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's this ridiculous sized tin thing. Yeah, here, but you're drinking you know, fucking water. So. Yeah, I know, I know. But <laughs> Drink it out I of could... a bottle. <laughs> Ah, my son bought these. The Brent, 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 just so you know, educated this, this doesn't all. get edited out. Son, this doesn't get edited son, out. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, your son bought them at your appointment getting the sand removed from your vagina. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I find the gurney works best. More... <laughs> I didn't know what was more disappointing, that it was a sahi or that you were pouring it into a glass. <laughs> well, yeah. Pour it into a glass so the flavour can just... Yeah, evaporate. there is, there is, a, there is a, a very distinct difference between a sahi out of a tin and a sahi in glass. So this is like the halfway yeah, house. Yeah, it's like for some, filtered water yeah. and tap water, isn't it? Oh, look, I'm an impoverished soul. I haven't been a Dan this week, so I'm drinking the dregs at the bottom. You know, the, the funny thing in my house is, you know, there's a vegetable crisper that has reject alcohol in it instead of vegetables. So I'm just... Switch. They call you white from a vegetable crisper. <laughs> so I'm, uh, yeah, just getting through my meat and potato stuff before... Uh, let, let's not forget we've got a guest on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, hey, how is this different from anything else, except that we're not drinking, you know, quote-unquote tea like we yeah, did yeah, at San Diego. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead of a teacup. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you, cat never ending teacup. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know if you watched. So, uh, I think part of the D's reputation has actually been um, built on um, going to conventions and um, sharing gentlemen's tea with yes, not, yeah. just, not no. just my guests in the booth, but uh, <laughs> shoppers. And oh, That's it. Loose shoppers. The old floor manager for. More, right? um, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's but the old floor manager was Comic-Con was like sober. He was like, uh, "Yeah, boys, I I know the drill. When the teacups come out, I don't come over to your booth." <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, man. I was shopping around the new owners, the uh, expertise, the new new owners of Oz Comic Con, and kind of yeah. introducing some of the vendors that have been there for quite a few years. who have been with the show for a long time. And I saw Johnny's face as he locked eye, eyes with me and I, he saw the teacup come up and he, he grabbed the like rep from exposure and went, and we'll have a look over here. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> this is our pop final section over here. 
doing, doing shots off an esky under the, under the counter like meerkats. I actually had run with the guys from Southern California comics at San Diego, so it's okay. Because it was Bundy and I brought it for them and it was terrible, but we drank it. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Um, Iggy brought it to San Diego one year too, Neville. Oh, that I was the vodka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had it on yeah, our panel. When I get drunk at cons, that's <laughs> the best time to ask me for a deal. Um, oh, really? That, and I think, yeah, we've got this reputation of like, yeah, wait till the end of the con and Brendan will be shit-faced. And all those books <laughs> that are $100 are now 75 All right. Mike, we're booking <laughs> flights on Sunday afternoon for the next con. <laughs> yep. So what I'm doing... Now that I've heard that it's seventy-five, I'm going to see you get it for twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. easily swayed. That's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm a joiner when I'm drunk. I like joining in on things. So, Good you know, work. Good work. A bargain. I'm in on it. Come on. <laughs> yep. and I, Neville and I have this thing. Um, so generally, we don't tend to have an early night during conventions, whether it be Friday night, Saturday night, or Sunday night. Well, you, we you generally really. try to see who beats each other in to the convention when we're table in yeah like yeah. neville i don't think has ever been in there before too no but i don't <laughs> why, why, should I? why should i <laughs> there's never a table there's none of the cool people like are in there before two are they there. you know <laughs> you let's get it in time for the next year yeah uh, I, li- so, I like to have uh, mark hobby with me in sydney um <laughs> i've been friends with mark for ages and i love job job done fat assassin but Mark is a riot, and uh, once he's had a few drinks, he is just the funniest person to be at a con with. Yeah. He definitely um, is. I've he's, got, I've it, with it's so funny, the fact that the, the drunker and more insulting he gets, the better seller he is. Like, he'll, yeah, yeah. he'll say something <laughs> completely disgusting yeah. to somebody, and they're yeah. like, yeah, and uh, how much is yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your elf ear is on wonky. It's 50 bucks. <laughs> I've had the pleasure. The I've had the pleasure of... For, I've had the, the pleasure of. Uh, which was like, my comic has this guy's dick in it. Do you want to see it? <laughs> <laughs> <He's sold out. laughs> well, Ben Byrne drew it. Ben Byrne drew it. So it, it makes a lot well, of ben, sense. Ben Byrne. Ben, Ben's got a good reputation of drawing good dicks. Uh, well, he was actually yeah. my official penis artist. And um, one of the most heartbreaking things about Ben not drawing anymore is. I have to find a new penis artist. Yeah. yeah. Well, because we're not talking, is, we're not talking to build stick up a figure, relationship dick and and balls, no, yeah. you, you recognize <laughs> this, right? <laughs> you recognize this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm holding up a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles variant D's comic. Oh, yours, yours has got doodle on it, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 So talking about penis artists, look at Michelangelo. Where's he? Oh, oh, nice. oh so we've got some massive. <laughs> too much glare. Too much glare. Is it? Is it a little penis? I'd like. I'd, That's not nunchucks. He's holding. <laughs> if I was drawing that shit, man, oh. I would draw. I would draw a massive, hyper-realistic phallus. You know what I mean? With sagginess oh, and skin folds. Crack it open. Yeah. That was this one. There you go. Oh yep, yep, and, um, yep. Job done, and that was that was the moment I popped the weasel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had plans to upload this to YouTube. I think they're fading quickly. Um, ben Burns' balls were the first balls that I've ever cupped, and there's photos to attest that. Like, <laughs> you told me my balls were the first balls you ever cupped. Oh, oh, you I, fucking I, I, liar, Mike. <laughs> you dirty trash whore. Like you I told me last week. <laughs> I, I, I actually got asked by uh, 
bleeding cool comics to write a couple of articles on Australian comics and um <laughs> Cup and balls came into it. Uh, <laughs> I, I did an interview with Ben, uh, Ben Penis McBurn, as he as he likes to be called. <laughs> and, um, and I said and I, I <laughs> he'd sent me this like profile pic, which I knew what it was gonna be when with I opened ball sack. it. Uh, but him like like a calendar model yeah I've seen it I know exactly what you're talking about I know what you're talking about yeah casual and they're just sort of hanging out the side and so (laughs) I write this article and with Bleeding Cool you kind of they give you access to the back end of their site and you upload the article and it goes to like an editorial level and someone like reads it over checks it and submit. You and hope that's says, 445 yes, on a Friday night. 445 <laughs> on a Friday night. They're, they're submitting. I do the interview with Ben, and I'm like, Ben's like, are you sure this is going to be fine? I'm like, yeah, just go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to write all he sorts of crazy shit. Right. <laughs> so, and the reason they wanted me to write the thing was they'd read some of my blog articles and they wanted like an irreverent sort of Aussie voice and I was like I'll give you a reverend (laughs) (laughs) we we did the interview which was like mostly about like moisturizer creams and lubrication (laughs) and I say can you send me a profile pic that's not your balls I'll upload it to the site and I didn't even look at the pic. I assumed <laughs> the pic he sent me. But he sent me the same that pic was your again. Mistake. <laughs> and so I just put it in the little file folder thing. I didn't even look at it and just hit like upload. And then I go in to see if my pub, my article's been published. And it's like this article's been like deleted. And it's like it's been put in the trash. And I'm like, oh. I wonder if they're going to pay me. <laughs> and they, they never trench. contacted me. They never ever contacted me. They just like from then on, they shut me out of the site. And I mm. went to like message one of the guys through Messenger, and he blocked me. <laughs> so so uh, this episode uh, is dedicated to Rich and Jude leaving yeah. <laughs> <Leading> cool. <laughs> and, oh, and Ben Burn from Can- Cranburn. Ben, ben Burn from Cranburn. But, uh, and D. And D. Yeah. Oh, it's um, amazing. I'd actually but, talked to, to Jude in like an online workplace and I kind of got the impression that like he would have been like cool with something like that. But whoever must have read the article it probably read it probably as like rich. one of the first images too. So it probably just popped up. It's not the only thing that popped up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it was. Oh, I don't know if it's it was a the heater, the alcohol. Experience. I always talk about balls, but I'm getting quite flush here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mate, you've been drinking like fermented water. Like, calm down. Like, no, no. Well, I've, I've, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm mixing. I'm mixing finest wine, liquors yeah. tonight. Wine. Yep. Menopause, <laughs> man. Absolutely. So, Brandon, out of, oh. out of if you have to rate COVID out of 10, how much has it sucked for the shop? Have, have, no, has I it think... impacted you guys? Has it impacted the, yeah. the foot oh, traffic? Has it impacted? Yeah. It's, got, it's impacted every aspect um, from like, like, yeah, the stop in distribution, which was yeah. kind of like, a, it was a double-edged sword for us. Um, probably the, the thing. Yeah, because like, Diamond fucked us, everything, right? Through. Diamond, diamond at, the, at the same time, by stopping distribution, like particularly because, like on one hand, like Marvel and DC are sort of telling Diamond, look, we're struggling to get product yes. produced. 
Um, so I think Diamond kind of felt like they were doing the right thing by actually giving them that break. But then DC, well, I kind of like, yeah, I've then sort of gone, oh, but you won't take our books. And it's like, well, didn't you tell them that you couldn't deliver the books in the first place? Like, yeah. So, uh. but for us, it was, it was kind of a blessing in disguise in one sense, because like our bill, like our bills and our overheads, like our biggest bill is diamond and shipping. Yeah. And so, but don't you prepay that, bill, that, don't you prepay that three months in advance? So by the time they paused it, weren't you already paying for the n- delivery? No. So um, we, we, we've, we've had an account with diamond for so long. We're still kind of on like grandpa conditions. Um, so we, I like those we, conditions. Yeah. <laughs> we don't, Sit on we my don't lap for 10 minutes. <laughs> we don't pay in advance, but we essentially pay on delivery. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. And diamonds, diamonds policy is always on, on like uh, late payment and non-payment is like basically being zero tolerance. Um, but with COVID like straight away, they sort of said, look, you know to all the account managers cut everybody slack so i think diamond in my mind did a lot of stuff that actually sort of saved us and kept us going like Mm. by not having that 10 grand worth of overheads each week and having a shop full of backstock that nobody um, can buy Mm. yeah yeah but we were lucky we were able to stay open for most of it and we were able to offer the option of like curbside pickup and we've got parking right out the front so we're able to do that online sales kind of went up but they didn't go up as much as in-store sales went down yeah yeah by by not having that massive overhead it was kind of a bit of breathing room and so those sort of five or six weeks um we're, we're tough in the sense that I had to work a lot harder to make a hell of a lot less money, but I didn't have that like looming, you know, massive yeah. bill every week and every week it, it, sometimes it can be a stress to pay it, particularly like you're basically paying it as you start to sell the stuff. So you haven't, you haven't yeah. really sold all of it and you're already <laughs> got it, calling your currency broker saying you've got to set this up because yeah, if you don't pay on time, Diamond do fun things like, yeah, they'll, they'll hold, hold your account or, um, you know, just c- c- demand that you pay everything before they start. Yeah. Before they do anything. Again. Mm. Yeah. yeah but, so um, we've had, we've sorry. heard a lot of things about diamond, you know, over the last couple of months, I guess, would your story be that they're not as tyrannical as I guess some of the stories out there would be, you know, how do you feel that they're handling it? Like what would your thoughts be? Could they they, handle it differently? I think given the situation, I think they're doing the best that they can. Um, Yeah, Diamond have got a lot of, uh, I've had a lot of crappy business practices over the years. Um, The scale of what they do is like pretty, pretty phenomenal. Uh, When you think about some comics, while they're still being, while the print run's still being done, there's already trucks taking them to Diamond. And that's why you get like, um, you know, like uh, with the misprint in the Superman books um, last yeah, year. Yeah, they were too late to Some stop. Some of them yeah. made, it, made, it, made it to Diamond and to stores. They actually caught it at the printer, but half of the print run had already been printed, dried, packed, and was on its way to Diamond. Um, yeah. So before, by the time it got down to the chain, there was a lot of stores that, that already had those boxes packed. So, yeah, that's how like, things like that get out. The fact that the industry is a very time-critical very small window kind of very small deadline industry. So I think the scale of what diamond do is pretty phenomenal considering they're like our sort of 
they were our only source of supply for like pretty much all our comics. Um, yeah. I think they pro- like, they probably could have done some things differently. I think for different shops, different conditions. Uh, I know talking to different retailers in the States, depending on what state you're in or what city or County you're in, it could be a very different story from one shop to the other. Yeah. And having two shops that were like on either side of a border, you could get two very different stories just because of different state regulations. Yeah. 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 Oh, we're so, very aware of that situation yeah. at the moment, aren't we? <laughs> you know, if you live on, live on the wrong side of the river and Little River, you're yeah. sitting at home. Um, <laughs> but, on the yeah. other side, you're free as a bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, saying that, like, yeah, but there's certain things that, like, Diamond can be just because there is no other option. Like, they've got a way of doing it and they kind of not... They've got the monopoly. Time to initiate a change at Diamond. So, yeah, like you can have like the same retailers complaining about something over and over again, but until more retailers complain regularly, then they'll address it as an issue. Um, yeah. I think a lot yeah. of the, a lot of the really shitty practices are the things that are passed on by the big two publishers. So like yeah. things like yeah. ordering or like minimum order quantities and incentive ordering and all that sort of stuff. Like yeah. Diamond doesn't make those decisions. That's, that's the publishers. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think Diamond have actually deflected a lot of anger and hate um, that really should be directed at Marvel and DC over the yeah. years. And Diamond mm. kind of take that on the chin and, and sort of act as a bit of a barrier. And I think that's one of the reasons that Marvel and DC don't sort of make themselves directly available to retailers. Um, because, yeah, they like having that separation. They like having that barrier. Yeah, because yeah. they they're not in the firing it. line, right? Yeah, that's exactly mm. right. Um, so, so and with they'd DC's rather change... pay a marketing team to have a really carefully mm, constructed yeah. PR campaign through so- yeah. social media than actually talk to... So, yeah, one of the things AT&T did was, uh, I don't know if it's a rumour, but they spent $25 million on having like a, a PR and marketing team come in and evaluate DC Comics as, a, as an entity. And it's like, you had the best marketing team at, at your fingertips. All you had to do was do what the other publishers did and send us a survey. You know, Boom did it, IDW did it. And they did, did it inverse. Yeah, and they every, did it. Yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. else did it. They sent us a survey and they asked us what we wanted. And we yeah. tell them. And then, yeah, their comics are improving. Their service is improving because they, they, take, they take the constructive criticism. There's the fair share of just like whinging and whining. But oh, for that's sure, one man. Of the things oh, with oh, everything, and you it, just got to sort of to, wheedle that out. It's good to hear yeah. that. Yeah, it's good to hear that side yeah. of the story. So, do you yeah. think, in your opinion, the the pivot by DC Comics to do their own thing has that been a good or a bad thing? I know you had to start from scratch oh. with a distribution, but yeah. now that and it's it, in place, it, do you think it's going to pay off in the long term? Is it a blessing in disguise that Diamond doesn't? Yeah, or will it be long term? Will it be long term, or do, do you think that DC is going to end up back at Diamond? I feel like what's happening at the moment is definitely a band aid to um, Diamond stopping distribution. Oh, um, really? So you think I, it's I, a I reactive, think, reactive measure? Yeah, yeah. Because I think, um, I think they, I, I think they knew they had to address like the amount of product that was coming out. But I think DC were very keen to have product on whatever shelves they could get it on. And um, I think that's why they approached the, the two companies that they did approach when it came to distribution. So they basically approached the two biggest online retailers in the world. Yeah. Um, guy, like, yeah, both online shops that are sort of set up doing for, for distribution, distribution at a retail yeah. level anyway. <clears throat> yeah. 
So, um, but yeah, it was a little frustrating, you know, having DC announce stuff and so obviously talking to sites like Bloody and you cool read at the back end news. of it, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, you read it on there, and then DC's official announcement would would be even less in like less information than what they've leaked to all these news sites, and then like what they're sending us as a, as, as sort of official communication to retailers was even less again. Yeah. So it was really really hard to sort of tell what customers what was going on, and there was it's a lot panic of panic stations, and man. And, yeah. Oh yeah, and like I don't think DC even told Luna that they were going to end up doing international distribution because my initial contact with Luna, I was told that they weren't doing international distribution. This is after really? they announced, <laughs> yeah, and they actually <laughs> gave me a link to Diamond. <laughs> so they forwarded me to Diamond because I was an international retailer. So they didn't even know at first. And then, yeah, within two days, they contacted IAPT me. IAPT them in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was like, yeah, um, yeah, by the way, we, we apparently are doing international distribution now. So you can go and set up your God. Jesus. Please so, do not contact yeah. Diamond, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a like, touching base on what you were talking about earlier uh, with like misprints and mistakes like that that get sent out too early. You as a retailer... Um, you know, I've heard from various retailers, big and small, that they like when misprints happen because maybe it's their opportunity that they can, you know, recoup a little bit of money that they lose on standing orders and, you know, things and pieces. Uh, what's your thoughts? Do you feel that a retailer should be able to sell these misprints? I think 100%. I, um, I think so. But, I mean, as a retailer, yeah. do you think that you Is should it a moral... Sell yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, ah. Yeah, if it's okay. Marvel, just be Marvel, honest. Marvel, Marvel <laughs> we'll take it when it any, comes. Any mm. moral or ethical sort of feelings you have about it, I think with them you can kind of sweep them under the rug and kind of justify it for yourself <laughs> easily. Like, you know, Disney owned Marvel. Disney are yep. evil. Um, yeah, yep. who cares yep. if I? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't report yeah. five comics. You know, um, but I don't know. I. I I don't know whether Fuck them, they made Green Lantern, they owe me. <laughs> <laughs> they destroyed my favourite comic book series, how dare they? Like, everyone laughs at the name Hal Jordan now. Uh, That's not yeah. Parallax. <laughs> like, uh, I, I was a Green Lantern fan. <laughs> you mean this guy? Say that before that movie. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, don't yeah. have that tattoo I'm, removal service. <laughs> no, like, I'm just, not going to show the Green Lantern ring on my shin. Like, I got it for life. I have that sort of pride anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. so many, so many, so many souls destroyed in 90 minutes. Yeah. Oh, it's devastating. Yeah, I, anyway, I, 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 I don't know what they were thinking. I really don't. Mm. Like, yeah, mm. I. They yeah, lost I, me I've at the wondered, animated suit. Mm. Uh, just, yeah. Oh, but the abs. I watched it with my kids the other day, and my son loved it. He thought it was awesome, and yeah, I, See, I, I hope you educated him. Yeah. I hope you educated him. I, I, I think I'm a terrible parent. No. <laughs> I think it was. Um, I think me putting it on was kind of like, yeah. yeah Stuart, you get your room now. <laughs> and don't I mean, come out until like, you hate it. <laughs> I don't like it anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's my no, fault. See, like, that's I, I let you sad down about and that, I let though. down myself. Yeah. 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 Hey, the, the, best, the, the best part of... Good howl, though. Mm. The, what? The, <laughs> everyone goes quiet. Nope. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, the, the best part of the DC cinematic universe being fucked up at the moment is the fact that their keys are a lot more affordable. <laughs> we only want to buy first Al Jordan. They had their Thanks opportunity with Nicolas Cage, start. didn't they? You know, they yeah. dropped the ball. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Hey, talk, talking about that, that Brandon. Imagine mullet Superman. Imagine, oh, how majestic it would be. Oh, we, we'd all love mullet Superman. Yeah. I'm growing a mullet. I'm growing and a mullet. <laughs> oh my god! They had that down pat, that suit that they did for that as well. I was like, oh. yeah, I'm, I'm about that. You just, I think that the, the black and silver to show off the mullet. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. It was, really it's actually joined. If they never showed the back shots, but the mullet has a cape as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just hoping. Behind, it's like it's like a wedding veil almost. Yeah. I'm just hoping that, that Lane in, walks behind him holding the mullet. <laughs> in terms of cosmology and and that I, I hope there is a multiverse that and it, and it's some some parallel universe that actually made that film. You know what I mean? I just can't That's believe that. Well. You know, go, go, going back to what Brand, Brandon said earlier, yeah. right? Um, they've got a twenty million dollar marketing team, and they still can't fucking. Fix a movie. Yeah. They can't. They can't yeah. make one good movie. What? What is? What is Marvel? Marvel. Brandon, you know this, man. Marvel's been bankrupt twice between 1995 and 2010. Mm. Yet mm. they came up. They've fixed themselves. Disney bought them, and they've got the budget of fucking god. And Ooh, they're making yeah, the best exactly. movies ever, right? Yeah. Whereas DC started with a budget of fucking god. And they just yep. plummeted to the point where there's no faith in them. No faith. Yep. Yep. They can bring yep. out the you best. They, they bring out the best trailers. Like up I to the point where I bought the ticket to Joker, I thought it was going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take you nobody back to like ninety-five, be ninety-six. <laughs> it all started with the adventures of Lois and Clark, and then yeah. <laughs> oh, it just God. went downhill. <laughs> oh, I just threw up my mouth a little. You know what they need to do? They I need remember to make, they need to, out there. They need to make a, a, a Wonder Twins movie. I think I just want to see oh, Shmoo on I the big that, screen. That would save their cinematic universe, yep. personally. Yeah. Yep, yep. 100%. Yeah. I can't oh, wait. Marvin, I, I still, like still do. <laughs> what was the, what was the, the, the DC? Was, it, uh, was theirs Captain Carrot? Carrot? DC Captain Carrot and the Zoo Crew. That's uh. right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> will save the franchise yeah that's it that's no, it no, no, wonder twins i don't know, I, i've seen some videos kicking around on the internet of the wonder twins that um suggest that maybe they should explore a different what was that on Pornhub? the wonder twins you've seen the same video ben you thought you were watching it on bleeding cool you're watching it on like peeing cool (laughs) (laughs) no i I would say like a beetle and booster hbo series movie cop movie like do like a series like it's like pretty much like the wire but we like for the first 80 episodes they just get (laughs) beaten up beaten to shit all the time (laughs) honestly that'll be the best what was the last dc (laughs) dc universe film that that was in that league you know of like wonder woman was influencing society wonder woman Joker was good, but it's Joker a standalone was good. movie. Jo- it's yeah. a standalone yeah, I, I movie. I haven't actually seen Joker. Yeah. So. Joker yeah. was amazing, um, but Joker, it, it's not a world-building movie. It wasn't a Joker a movie, though. Yeah. No. Joker no. wasn't really a superhero movie. That was... 
but was maybe that like was taxi what was driver with like nothing. But that's what, what was DC so nice does about well. it. Was good. Yeah, I loved it. Watching, it needed right? it. It was good. Yeah. yeah. I'm but I just think Batman and Batman Returns. I think they were the last ones that I really yeah. enjoyed. Yeah. 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 What's the so. nipple bat? We should send them some tips. You find your marketing, Brandon. You find your marketing people, and we'll send them some tips. Tips. Oh, who's ben, coming up next? Who's, photos oh, of your chip. Yeah, who's oh. the next iteration? It's at, um, it's Robert Pattinson, isn't it? Is oh. that? Oh, Jesus! Let's not talk about that. You know, <laughs> uh, it, it is hey, San Diego Comic Con weekend, right? I reckon he'll yeah. do good. I don't you know. He'll do good. I don't, I don't know, man. Another fucking Batman movie, though. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I know. If it's oh, another well, origin movie, if it's another origin yeah, movie, I'll be in the popcorn queue. Because it's fucking, yeah. I'm tired of watching Batman. It's going to be another yeah. origin movie because it's called yeah. The Batman. No, it's not oh. Batman, it's The Batman. <laughs> the Batman. So, you know, because yeah. they put the at the start of it, it's origin. It has to yeah. be. He used Can't to be wait. The Batman. Can't wait to be angry. Can't wait to be angry. Yeah. yeah. And it would be such, it'll be such righteous anger, <laughs> won't it? It's like, I really hope you guys. Sparkles. Sparkles in the light, yeah. Stills yeah. comes back and he plays Alfred Pennyworth. Done. And he's okay. <laughs> Who we, let, let's make some predictions. Who's going to play Alfred? Let's let's see. Because we've done. Um, I don't know. Fraser Crane. Pierce yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> something like that. Is that another you, dick pick on a turtle? You, the, you no. the turtle <laughs> dick. So Brendan. Brendan. The yeah. the What's these the exclusive. Like? This must yeah. be the ballsiest fucking move. You guys have done right. How awesome is it that you brought out a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles IDW exclusive comic? Is well, it the first it time? The, it, it's obviously the first one you've done, right? As the exclusive, it was, it was the first like proper international, like you know, yeah, big IP sort of yeah, um, mm. exclusive we did. Um, before that, I'd done like an order for an Australian artist, like who just essentially used my diamond account. Yeah. Um, to get the books here, but like yeah. he'd organized everything himself and that really didn't have anything to do with D's. So it wasn't really a D's variant or yeah, anything yeah. like that. It was all for him. So this was our first proper exclusive. It was one. all for him. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, what, 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 was <laughs> what was the reception like? Nice Brandon? save there. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was a bit freaky because 500, 500 comics is a lot of, lot of comics. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, oh, and, we're going to sell, and I'm going to move these. Yeah, right? and 500, $7.99 US cover price comics is a lot of fucking comics. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, uh, I was kind of shitting a brick, but at the same time, like, I've, I've known Kil- Camillo for a few years now. And, yeah, um, he's an amazing artist. Basically, uh, when... When I saw that stores were starting to be offered doing retailer exclusives for the title, um, I'd actually kind of made a mental note to myself that there was two people that, if they were to, if I was ever to organise something like this, I'd want one of them to be the artist. To and do I it. didn't reply to my email, so yeah, because you, you didn't reply. <laughs> I, um, I got Camillo. You're <laughs> fucking notorious for that, how I would. <laughs> no, no, look, man, but, I, I yeah, just think. And, it, it was just that it's really kind of serendipitous like um because uh camilla had done some stuff for nickelodeon um yeah. that he just recently um given them permission to use and um it was kind of suggested oh you know maybe he'd do a, a cover for a, a turtles comic and then yeah um he kind of contacted me and said 
what what are the conditions for doing something like that? And so yeah, I actually you know found out, and at first we were both kind of sort of crapping it, but I I had a lot of faith, and I, I know how awesome awesomely skilled he is, and I had total faith that he would come up with something amazing. And yeah. he was one of the two guys that I had sort of in my head. If I was to do a turtles cover, yeah, I'd want one of these two guys drawing it. These two Australian yeah. artists drawing it. So yeah, oh, sorry about that, guys. But yeah, um, when when the opportunity came up, it was kind of like, well, let let's just do it. And um, at the time, um, we we were, we were traveling along pretty pretty good. So I thought I could take it on as a bit of a calculated risk. And it was a bit of a pipe dream for both me and Camillo to do something like this and be able to do it. It's oh, amazing, a team. man. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah, and, so, and from a reception perspective, I mean, did you get a lot of oh, international people, orders people, and stuff? Like, or? Yeah, it, was, it went crazy. Like, um, initially, we didn't get any orders, and it scared the crap out of me. But then within, within a week, um, yeah, we, we had, I think, over 100 pre orders in a week. And yeah, a good yeah. half of those Brennan were for said, overseas. like, it's. It's mm. gangbusters, man. Yeah, and I, I had people calling me uh, or contacting me uh, um, from fan clubs, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan clubs overseas. So um, I ended up sending some to a fan club in France. Uh, I sent to, some to a fan club in Morocco. Um, That's amazing, man. I sent 12 copies to a guy in Singapore who ran like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like kind of social fan club type thing. That's so cool. um, Still available? Any, any left? Yeah, I, that's what I, I wanted think, to check. Yeah. That's what I wanted to check. You've obviously got balls. Yeah. I, I contacted Neville about this. He straight up said no. He goes, you've missed out. Like, no. And I mean, like, I've done things to that man that I'd never admit on anything like this. <laughs> With his little hands. Got, his little hands make it look bigger. See, <laughs> you're obviously a ballsy guy. How do I get one? How do I get one? I'll do oh, anything. Oh, I'll send you one. <laughs> so we've, we've got look, about, hook me up, we've got like it, yeah. 30 left, 30, 35 left. <laughs> That's crazy, left out man. Of, out That's so yeah. uh, Camillo's, Camillo's got some as well. So um, you can always get one off Camillo and get him to do like that. Yeah, actually, I spoke, to, yeah, I spoke to him a few weeks yeah. ago and he said he's got like yeah. five or six left. So I'm yeah. not sure so, if he's got any more. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if, 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 if he can't do it, I've got some. And yeah, just you can order it straight off our website or yeah, just contact me, let me know yeah. and I'll send it to you. <laughs> COVID's obviously changed your in-shop experience, right? Like, are, yeah, are you one of those guys that have a, like a little sanitary and anti, anti-bacterial thing at the door and can't be stuff? Or isn't Canberra that affected? No, no, we're not, not that, yeah, no, not, not that we're not that effective. Affected, affected, No, 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 he was... Play on words, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, we, we have sanitizer on the counter and, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. And, yeah, we're, we're clean, obviously cleaning more and trying to make the, the experience in the shop safe. Um, we've got, like, a really packed store. Um, and that's one of the first things you notice when you come in. So having people keep a safe distance, we, we do kind of rely on our customers to kind of... To do know, the right thing, yeah. Do the right thing. Um. We, we have to limit the amount of people that come in, in in one time, but because we have been a little bit quieter, it really has only become an issue once or twice. And yeah. usually people are pretty understanding and pretty cool. So yeah, it hasn't, yeah. it hasn't been too much of an issue. Um, yeah. Occasionally on a Saturday we, we do get, it gets to the point where I kind of think to myself, well, yeah, we, we have to kind of start getting people to wait at the door. Um, mm. But mm. then, yeah, the, the traffic flows, quick enough 
um, for most people that, yeah. And people are obviously yeah. courteous enough because everybody understands, you know. You should have, you should have set yourself some challenges like pants-free challenge. Like, can I, can I go a whole day in the shop without pants on? <laughs> see if anyone notices. I, I, I actually did a day just in my pyjamas. <laughs> Someone came in and I'm like, oh, where's this? And I was kind of awkwardly behind the counter going, yeah, it's, it's in the corner. It's go over there. Over there. <laughs> so stop looking at me for a minute so I can change my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> do like the sex criminals challenge you know which one of these new releases is glued shut <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's it so I've, them. Left, I've left part of me somewhere in a store it's up to you to find it <laughs> is it a toenail or something else <laughs> well that's so another one them. of the D's guarantees it's all part of the mystery <laughs> Brendan in every book <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say farewell, love you both, or love all of you. You've got to choose two now. <laughs> He's talking to me. Well, it's obviously, Brandon, because I want him back for next season. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in the toy The rest of you yeah. guys can flip a coin. All right. Enjoy the rest of your night, guys. Thanks, guys. No worries. Thank you very much. We'll Thank see you, you next time. And that is a wrap. Thanks again for listening. I'm going to leave you guys with Mars by Torrential Thrill. Have a ball, enjoy, and as always, provide a review, subscribe, follow, and provide us feedback. We'd love it. Thanks, guys.